0: Previously on Cyril Reed's Ninja Gaiden. Thirteen weeks ago, Defunct Games did the unthinkable. We decided to devote our time to the teachings of Mr. A.L. Singer. Nineteen years ago, this literary genius wowed the world with his masterpiece, Ninja Gaiden. Almost two decades later, we're bringing this important work into the 21st century. For thirteen weeks, we've read you chapter after chapter telling you about a young 13-year-old boy who travels halfway around the world to fight bad guys and discover the truth about his long-dead father. For weeks, we've given you twists, cliffhangers, and unresolved questions. But tonight, all of that comes to an end. After 13 weeks, Cyril Reed's Ninja Gaiden is finally coming to a close. This is the episode you've been waiting for, the episode that answers all of the questions and reveals the final big surprise. This is the exciting season finale of Cyril Reed's Ninja Gaiden. Join us as we journey alongside Ryu Hayabusa one more time as he mops up the mess caused by the Jokio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our final journey into the heart of Ninja Gaiden. Chapter 25. Ryu made one last thrust with the dragon sword. Downward. Into the ground. It held fast. He dragged himself forward, digging his hand into the gash the sword had made, holding himself steady with that hand, and used the other hand to remove the sword and plunge it further away. Thrust by thrust. Ryu made his way to the edge of the chamber, where the wall had blown in. The farther he got, the weaker the demon's pull. By the time he reached the hallway, he could stand up. He sheathed the sword, and ran back to his father. Ken Abusa lay in a heap just outside the door. "'Dad!' Ryu cried out. "'I got it! I, I got the demon!' Dr. Hayabusa's eyes fluttered open. I know, son. Nothing, nothing else could have created the noise around me. He gave a weak smile. I'm, I'm proud of you. Ryu knelt down and began to hook his arms around his father. Come on, we we have to go. No, came Dr. Hayabusa's sharp retort. If you try to save me, we'll both die. When the demon goes, he will take the temple with us. And it won't take long. Go now, Ryu. Save yourself. We can do it, Dad, Ryu protested. I won't. Look out, Dr. Hayabusa shouted. Ryu looked up. An enormous wooden beam was falling from the ceiling. He jumped out of the way, pulling his father with him. Ryu, if you wait another second, it'll be too late. Go! Ryu hesitated. His father was right, but he couldn't obey him. He he could never leave him to die like this. It would it would be far better for the two of them to die together, united at last. Think of your mother, Ryu. Dr. Hayabusa insisted, as if as if he were reading his son's mind. If, if she loses us both, then the family is ended. She will be all alone. A boulder crashed to the ground, inches from Ryu. The force knocked him down. Go! His father repeated. I will not rest easy unless my son and my wife are alive. Ryu made his decision. He got on his feet. I, I will always think of you, Dad, he said. His face was streaked with tears. Then he turned on his heels and ran out. The black stone path was blocked. He headed to the other direction and found a narrow corridor. There were rooms to either side. Some of the doors were opened and Ryu could see test tubes, massive computers, and vats of molten liquid. All bubbling, or short-circuiting, or something. All on the verge of destruction. What sinister experiment was the Giacchio conducting here? Perhaps the world would never know. He sprinted down the corridor, unable to shake the thoughts of his father, writhing in the, the other room. Ugh. At each step, he wanted to turn back, but he knew the greatest honor he could give his dad was to obey his dying wish. Help! The voice made Ryu stop, It was coming from behind a closed door at the end of the corridor. As he passed it, Ryu flung it open. There, sitting tied up to a chair, was the red-haired CIA agent. A robot guard was jittering uncontrollably nearby, crashing into the tables of electronic equipment. Ryu rushed in and untied her. At least there was one life he could save. Come on, he commanded. There was no easy route. Whatever corridor was unblocked, they took. All around them, the temple was falling apart. They were running blindly now. For all they knew, they could be going in circles. As Ryu's legs pounded the ground, one thought repeated itself in its head. The world was safe again. In seconds, he'd be dead. But the world was safe. Game Hint To get through the cliff scene in level 5-2, jump onto the cliff as high as you can using the wall climb technique. Once you've waited for the birds to pass by, then repeat the technique again, and you'll fall to the platform below. Chapter 26 The sky was ablaze. To the east of the temple, the sun was plump and golden as it rose above the horizon. The scorched soil of the plain began cracking in new places, as it did every morning. The jungle heated up, just like a steam bath. But this morning was different from all the other mornings. The living creatures knew. Birds skittered across the sky, confused. The jungle animals remained huddled in their dens, afraid to come out. The ground which had never moved in centuries, was shifting. The earth was heaving! Ryu Hayabusa stood on the mound near the edge of the jungle, half a mile away from the temple. Next to him was a red-haired girl. Moments earlier, they had escaped through the underground exit. Now they stared silently, struggling to keep their balance. Their eyes were fixed on the enormous rock mesa, For thousands of years, it had stood proudly at the same spot. Who knew how long it had been a monument to the demon? Who knew where the demon had come from? Why was it even here? Perhaps those questions would never be answered. The temple was sinking. It teetered to one side, then the next, slowly settling into the ground. The two of them were so intent, they they almost didn't notice the darkness coming over the plain. It was almost pitch dark before Ryu looked at the rising sun. Its round shape was slowly being blotted out by a shadowy circle. It's a solar eclipse, the young woman said in awe. The time of the dark moon, Ryu whispered. What? The demon will begin to wake up at the time of the dark moon, Ryu said. That's what the inscription said. Guess this is what it meant. As the moon passed in front of the sun, the area plunged into darkness. A sonic boom rocked the ground beneath them. Ryu and the young woman fell. A cloud of dust covered them. They shielded their face, coughing uncontrollably. Ryu could feel light beginning to seep in through the closed eyelids. He stayed huddled to the ground until the dust had settled. Then he opened his eyes. The sun was full again. It shone on the perfect flat plain. Where the temple of darkness had been, there was now a dense cloud of smoke. It's over, the girl said, her voice barely above a whisper. Yes, Ryu answered sadly. Another voice suddenly crackled in the air. "'Come in, Sea Swallow! Come in!' Ryu spun around to face the girl. The voice was coming from her shirt pocket. With a look of embarrassment, she took out a calculator-sized object from her pocket. "'This is Sea Swallow!' she answered into it. "'Our satellites have detected an explosion in the area!' "'Yes, sir,' the girl responded. "'The temple was destroyed!' "'Excellent! Congratulations!' "'Did the Hayabusa boy survive?' The girl looked nervous. Yes, he did, sir. She stuttered. Hi. We have one more task for you, Sea Swallow, and then you can come home. What's that, sir? Take the statue and kill Ryu Hayabusa. Chapter 27. The girl was speechless. Ryu grabbed the communicator out of her hand. "'Hello, Foster?' he said icily. "'The statues are gone, and I intend to live.' "'Who is this?' Foster demanded. "'Who?' "'Not who. "'Ryu. "'Are you going to congratulate me, too?' "'Silence.' Ryu waited a full minute. He enjoyed imagining Foster squirm. "'Uh, Ryu.' "'Foster finally said, forcing a chuckle. "'You realize, of course, I was talking in code?' "'Ah, yes,' Ryu replied. "'And kill Ryu Hayabusa actually means bring him home to a ticker tape parade, right?' "'Really, Ryu, did you think we would—' "'It's all clear now, Foster.' Your men were the thugs that stole the dark statue from Dr. Wimple all of those years ago, and, and, and that's how you got a hold of it. You've wanted the statue all along, and you would stop at nothing to get it, even if it meant killing people. "'I beg your pardon? These are serious accusations. Our attorney—'I'll get you, Foster,' Ryu said, his voice dark with vengeance.' I'll get you for putting your greed ahead of the world's safety. I'll get you for the murder of my father. Your father? What does he have to do with any of this? If I had been able to do it my way, I would have been able to save him, Ryu shot back. You forced everyone's hand, Foster. Sea Swallow! Sea Swallow! Foster shouted. "'I command you to obey me!' Ryu's eyes locked on sea swallows. They stood that way for a moment, letting Foster bellow. Finally, Sea Swallow took the communicator. "'Foster!' she said. "'Get lost!' With that, she hurled the small instrument into the dusty air. Together, they watched the cloud billow where the temple had stood. It looked as though it would never settle.' Ryu's mission had been a success. The world was safe. Ryu had faithfully followed his father's letter. He'd even fulfilled his dying request. He knew he should be happy for those few moments he had with his dad. Moments he had never expected to see. But all Ryu would ever remember was that he left his father in the rubble, left him to die. He would never forgive himself. Maybe if his father really had died those many years ago, it it would have been better. Maybe he wouldn't have felt so torn about it right now. Ryu felt Sea Swallow's arm come to rest on his shoulder. He wasn't sure he trusted her, but the gesture felt good. He sighed. For a few minutes, his mind went blank. He thought he saw a figure coming towards them across the plain wandering animal, perhaps, confused and homeless. Finally, he turned to ask, "'What's your name, anyway?' "'Irene,' she said. "'It's the Greek word for peace, you know.'" "'Irene,' Ryu repeated. He looked back at the plane. "'How ironic,' he thought. He finally had reached a kind of peace in his life. He finally had proven worthy of his ninja training.'" the cost was great he would live forever with the sadness hey can i join the picnic ryu froze he was hallucinating hearing his dad's voice come on help me up irene was staring over ryu's shoulder her eyes were wide turn around ryu she said ryu turned to look at the hill "'There was a man struggling to climb up. "'Ken Hayabusa!' "'Ryu rubbed his eyes. "'When he finished, his father was still standing there, "'smiling, standing lopsided. "'One of his legs had a two-by-four strapped to it with a belt. "'Dad!' Ryu cried. "'But but how?' "'Dr. Hayabusa shrugged. The, "'The paralysis was temporary. "'The wood fell into my hands. "'It was a winning combination.' Besides, he added with a wink, you're not the only ninja around here. With a whoop of triumph that carried across the plain, Ryu raced down to his father. Dr. Hayabusa reared back his head and howled with delight. Atop the hill, Irene was crying. The Hayabusa family was complete again. For Ryu, a new life had begun. Two new lives. The End. Dear reader, I hope you liked reading Ninja Gaiden. Here is a list of some other books that I thought you might like. Banner in the Sky by James Holman, The Count of Monte Cristo by Alexandra Dumas, The Karate Kid by B.B. Hiller, and The 39 Steps by John Buchan. You can find these books at your local library or bookstore. Ask your teacher or a librarian for other books you might enjoy. Best wishes, FX9. Enter the Worlds of Power Giveaway. Win a Nintendo Game Boy Compact Video Game System. You'll score big if your entry is picked in this awesome drawing. Just look at the prizes that you could win! Grand Prize, a Nintendo Game Boy Compact Game System. 10 grand prize winners. Second prize, a cool video game carrying case. 25 second prize winners. Rules! Entries must be postmarked by November 5th, 1990. Winners will be picked at random and notified by May. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited. Taxes on prizes are responsibility of the winner and the immediate families. Employees of Scholastic Inc., its agency, affiliate subsidiaries, and the immediate families are not eligible. For a complete list of the winners, send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Worlds of Power Giveaway contest winners list at the address provided below fill in the coupon below and write the information on a 3x5 piece of paper and mail it to World of Power Giveaway Scholastic Inc PO Box number 742 730 Broadway New York New York 100003 Entries must be postmarked by November 5th 1990 Canadian residents mail entry to Iris Ferguson Scholastic Inc 123 Newkirk Road Richmond Hill Ontario Canada L four C three six five. And now an open letter to A. L. Singer, the author of Ninja Gaiden. Dear A.L. Singer, so there we have it. We spent the last 13 weeks reading Ninja Gaiden, and what do we have to show for it? Not a whole heck of a lot, if you ask me. Sure, it was funny, but uh, I have a hunch you didn't really set out to make a comedy. I'm sure in your mind you're making the next great American novel, even if it was for kids. I've had a great time going back and forth with you over these, these last 13 weeks, but I'm afraid that our time has come to an end. I guess that means that I better hurry up and get everything off my chest before this John Bryan song fades out and we have to go. So, without further ado, here we go. Uh, Alright, first off, uh, why the hell did you make the main character a 13-year-old boy? Seriously. Yeah, I know I've brought this up like a few dozen times already, but seriously, what, what made you think that this was a good idea to have your main character be a ninja kid? This is a book about ninjas fighting to the death, constant peril, and other scary shit. There's, there's no reason all this stuff should have to happen to a kid. I mean, that's child abuse. And not just that, but, but you end up having Ryu fall to his death twice, uh, fight a bunch of bosses, like five bosses in a row, and then he gets shot by a little girl who, who, who whose name means peace. Seriously, peace! Peace? When you shoot a guy, you officially lose your right to say your name means Peace? If you want to be honest, she should have said that her name meant "psycho, crazy woman with an itchy trigger finger" in Greek. But I digress. It's it's not just the age thing that bothers me. It's it's how you've gone through the entire story and changed it uh, to be more upbeat. I mean, for example, in this book, uh, Doctor Wimple lives, yet yet he dies in the video game. The same goes for Ken Hayabusa. It, in the book, you have him rise from the dead. In, in almost a comical Wizard of Oz-style everybody's okay ending. I I almost expected everyone to hold hands and laugh. It's, it's, it's a beautiful world. And to make matters worse, you actually remove the happiest part of the ending, how Irene and Ryu kiss for the first time. Oh, and what's with making Ryu a douchebag? In the book, you have him say, hey, what's your name, anyway? But wait, couldn't you have him think of a less articulate thing to say? I... I'm surprised he didn't call the woman a chick or a broad or something. Thankfully, the game is a bit more romantic. Okay, maybe romantic is not the right word, but it, it is better worded. It kind of makes you kind of makes you wonder if AL Singer has any game with the ladies. Well, I'm guessing not. But my favorite thing about this Ninja Gaiden book has to be reuse clothing. I know it seems odd and maybe a little small. It's kind of nitpicky, but but that's just the one thing that I kept fixating on, even if I didn't mention it here. Now, now here's a guy who never takes off his ninja costume. Never, e- even if it means that he's going to look like a lunatic or get kicked off of the college campus or whatever. Hell, I mean, he he wouldn't even take off his costume when he got you know when it got him into a fight at the bar. Uh, the guy clearly didn't bring anything else to wear. So I'm guessing that that means that the ninja outfit was literally the only thing Ryu wore. And and you gotta figure that Ryu's fights, you know, everything that he did probably lasted a few days, probably more than a week. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, man, Ryu must freaking stink. And while we're at it, why didn't his mother help him pack some extra clothing? surely she should have helped him out I mean they knew that it was going to be more than one or two days didn't they think about this didn't they plan in advance and seriously why the hell did Mrs. Hayabusa allow her 13 year old boy to go halfway around the world to kill a bunch of people that makes no sense answer that AL Singer answer it give me a real answer seriously you have to be bloody kidding me okay okay I I just need to calm down Actually, you know what? The music's over. I, I, I'm I'm out of time. We we got to cut this thing short. Thanks for listening to me rant each week. Oh, this is this has definitely been very therapeutic. I I hope you tune in uh, in the in future weeks. In a few weeks, we'll be uh, we'll be debuting yet another book from the worlds of power. That's right. Uh, come back in July and check out Cyril Reed's Bionic Commando. Until then, I'm Cyril Lachelle.